happy holidays merry merry christmas um today's episode is gonna be very interesting and almost kind of as a dedication and probably the last thing you expect to hear during christmas but christmas now has a very special meaning to me and some of you may already know but what we're gonna talk about today is the miscarriage that i had in spring summer of 2020 so this is gonna be all about my forever baby as i like to call him um cielo you'll hear me say that a lot um we'll we'll find out more about his name but I just want to start from the very, very beginning on this because there is so much to the situation that I just want to say absolutely everything. Just also for me, just so I don't forget. But around April, I started seeing these angel numbers, which I've always, always heard about these angel numbers you know there's basically what an angel number is is like a repeated number a lot of people will see oftentimes in times like in a clock like it will be 3:33 p.m or it will be 11 11 you know and they have different meanings different interpretations and so around april i started noticing a lot the angel number 222 which i've heard previously about these angel numbers i honestly didn't believe too much in them i was you know i was i just thought in my head you know obviously if you pay attention to something you're just gonna keep seeing it over and over again just like whenever we're driving and if i tell you oh my god like look at that ford truck and then I start seeing it everywhere. Like it's just because it's on the back of my mind. But no, not the case at all. I started seeing 222. At first I was like, okay, this is the first time I've ever caught that number. I'm okay, you know, just note taking in my mind. And I slowly started seeing it more and more. And I think one of the craziest things things was i remember bringing this up to my partner and i'm like hey i'm kind of seeing these numbers a lot this is supposedly the meaning um it's just interesting you know and even like he was very skeptical about it as much as i was then i remember one day we went to dutch bros and we were with a large friend group and we come to the end and it's like okay like would you like to leave a tip and we're like yes um can we leave a two dollar tip and the guy automatically chuckles and he's like okay and as soon as i heard him chuckle i like turned my neck so fast to him and i was like what like why what what's funny and then he's like oh no sorry like you're the third car to say to put a two dollar tip far reach but at that point i remember me and my boyfriend at the time we freaked out we were like what like there is no way 
like how crazy it is like it's just insane to us so that was kind of like the first little steps into finding out about my pregnancy i know it's silly it's just numbers but then came along you know um also i guess i didn't mention 222 apparently the angel number means uh you're on the right path like you're being guided the right way like everything is falling into place so okay that was interesting and then i started having dreams which i hate to say i hate to share this because it is very skeptical but when i tell you a lot of my dreams come true a lot of my dreams come true especially when it revolves pregnancies or kids i literally with i have two babies that are alive and with me literally right before i found out that i was pregnant with them the night before i had a dream knowing that i was pregnant or like basically the dream before i had my child or before i even find out that i was going to have a child was a foreshadow of my pregnancy which sounds absolutely insane but i promise you that somehow magically literally happened um so i remember having a dream and in my dream it was as soon as i peed on the test i came out positive and so i told my partner i was like hey um i think i might be pregnant and i was brought up and it was kind of known but i had so much anxiety over being pregnant because we literally were preventing it we weren't necessarily on birth control but we did like a plan b was involved also just to be extra precautious so you know i was like no there's no way that i can be and i also was just refusing to believe it just because i knew how my dreams always played out but then <laughs> this horrible so horrible i had a phone call with my kid's father and they called me and he told me that you know it's crazy like i had a dream that we had another kid but you wouldn't let me see this kid for some reason like you would only let me take our like my like the son and daughter that we already have but you wouldn't let me take this third kid and once he said that i was just like mm -hmm, okay <laughs> like i knew right away like i'm fucked i'm pregnant i'm pregnant there's nothing about it that's literally what's going on so got a test that next day after my dream and after even my baby daddy having a dream that morning i took a test and yeah literally as soon as i peed on it right away it said pregnant I remember, I think it was also like, I was just so anxious for this that I think I took the test around like 6 or 7 in the morning. I took the test, told my man, hey, just so you know, I was right, I'm pregnant. And I sent it to um, my closest friend and I was like, lol, pregnant, fell asleep woke up and i was like holy shit and i remember i was just in so disbelief and so like what the fuck because i finally was at a place where i was very calm and very steady about i don't want like i don't need any kids anytime soon i, I think a little bit before that i was kind of getting a little bit of baby fever but i was like nope 
like I'm at a good place, like I have my boy, I have my girl, they're growing up and getting more independent each day, like I am perfectly fine, like I should worry about other things in my life and then I can worry about that and especially you know already being a mom and already going through that experience of having kids with someone and then having to co-parent I my standard is very high for the next time that I do have kids just because I don't want to go through that again so wow that was the beginning of it um I want to say I was very fortunate to have a very supportive partner he was just supportive just knew he knew how i felt about kids he knew that you know like he wasn't pressuring me at anything so i was very very fortunate of that but i'll be honest i was not very excited not at all i was like fuck what am i gonna do like i can't have this like oh my god you know, I started thinking about my options, and I'm just like, I just don't feel ready for it at all, and, and I don't think it's something that it's like, I'll be ready by the time baby's here, like, I just don't, this just doesn't line up with any of my plans for my life, it doesn't line up with these new goals I set for me, just, I just felt like it was a very, very big clash, and I remember while being pregnant also, and going through this, like, hardship of accepting or not accepting you know trying to figure out what my game plan was gonna be i remember i kept having dreams with my cousin it was me and my cousin and a like a boy like an eight nine year old boy and there was so many crazy dreams i remember one of the dreams specific or actually i guess two of the dreams specifically just to make it very brief that little boy was basically guiding us or like leading the way and then there was one where, like, he was guiding us and he was kind of just watching on us. So that was really interesting and you'll see why. I bring that up in a little bit. But yeah, I was honestly going through so much, like, grieving, I guess he would say in the beginning. Because I was just like, I just can't do this. I don't want this. But then me and my boyfriend at the time, we would talk about, you know, like, he was supportive, like I said. We would talk about, like, you know, what, like, if we do keep it, like, let's think of that idea a little bit. And if we don't keep it, let's think of that idea. That was 100% realistically where we were at. And it wasn't because of him, but it was solely because of me. Just because I felt like I was, specifically the reason why I was not so happy to find out was... I just felt like I was so burnt out as a mom in that moment in my life because I was being so hard on myself to try very hard in so many different levels that I was just like, oh my god, like another one. Like, I can't do that. I literally cannot. But what I do remember is, you know, one day, like, speaking with my boyfriend and I just told him, like, we were just playing around and I was just telling him, like, I can already tell you right now, like, the baby in me is boy. It's 100% a boy. And that sounds crazy, but I literally, with both of my kids, I guessed the gender of them right away. Like, I knew. I remember my daughter, before the gender test, like, before I even did the gender test, I was going around telling everyone I was having a girl without even knowing if it was a girl. And she turned out to be a girl. And my son, as soon as I was a 
Like literally the second I found out I was pregnant, everybody knew the gender of these babies. And so this happened this time and I was like, it's a boy. And so I remember we were like just saying, like just talking. I remember the night before I was, I was writing, I was journaling a lot when I was going through this because I didn't, I was so unsure of my future. So I was journaling a lot. And I remember one day that I was journaling, I literally wrote down a name, just wrote it down. Never have I ever thought of this name at all. No, I literally have like a list of names that I have in mind to use in the future. And this, these two names were never, never even on the list. I'm telling you, I've never thought about this. But the name that I thought of was Noel Cielo, or Noel Cielo, which I literally wrote that and it was like, it just came to me. It sounds so cheesy, so corny, but if we want to break down the name, Noel, that's like, I don't know the word, I'll be 100% honest, I don't know the word, I just know people use it during Christmas. (laughs) And the due date would have been around Christmas. So baby most likely would have been here for Christmas. Or on Christmas, actually. And then Cielo just means sky. And I don't know why that name just came up to me. Just I just I just wrote it. It didn't even really come up to my mind. And I didn't think about it. I literally just wrote it down. And that was just baby's name. And like I said, I remember I was talking to my partner. And we'd... We have conversations of like all the what ifs and I told them I was like, hey, like I wrote down a name. I wrote down Noel and my partner was like his face lit up and he was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember that name hearing that as like a little kid. And I remember I was obsessed with that name. And even though that conversation was literally like 30 seconds long, like there was nothing more to that conversation. I just was kind of like, hey, this is a name I wrote. Like, what do you think? Like, it was not that deep of a conversation. But I felt his excitement. I felt how much he loved his name. So I just knew right away that that was baby's name. I knew knew that that was going to be our baby's name. (sighs) Um, yeah. Then comes everything else, which is the harder part. Um, I had my appointment, you know, I was really unsure on what I was going to do, but I was like, hey, like, let me just go to my first appointment. Let's just, let's just do that. You know, that's a good start, you know, like, while we figure things out. I literally just still found out, so I was not far along at all. I went to my appointment, and it was going really good. I had my checkup, that was great, literally all normal, all perfect. And then at the end, literally at the very end of my appointment, I just casually got told very, I am still so mind blown by this, but I literally just casually got told like, your baby has no heartbeat. Like they're like, the baby is not going to develop, like, there's, it's empty sack, like, you, like, there's nothing there, these are the medications you're going to take, and that's the end of it, and 
when I say I literally found this out at the end of my appointment, like, she had a perfect conversation with me the whole time. We did an ultrasound, we did a pregnancy test. And I was like, oh, yep, there's one baby, it's in there, blah, 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 and then literally hands me paperwork and is like, oh, by the way, you're picking up these medications because no heartbeat. I still find that absolutely messed up. But out of everything that I went through with this, that's kind of the last of my worries. So, I left that appointment and I went to the car. I was confused. And especially because for some reason at this appointment, I felt very nervous. But then at the end, before I got the paperwork... I think before even, actually never mind, maybe not the end, maybe before even the ultrasound, I felt this wave of calmness. I felt so, so extremely calm. It was unreal. It was like if I took anxiety meds. I, I used to take anxiety meds. It was literally like every, like I just went sleep mode basically. Which is crazy, and actually, forgot to mention, but I remember at my appointment, I found it absolutely crazy. You know, I had this name in mind. Um, you know, I had Noel Cielo, which Cielo Sky, and I remember looking at my nail texts, or my nail text, <laughs> my um, nurse's nails, and I saw that they were blue, and I was like, okay. Well, whatever and then I look closer and they were like blue with clouds on them and I'm like are you kidding me and also the doctor who helped me this might be a far reach you know all of this might be but the doctor who helped me wasn't my regular doctor the doctor's name was Angel and it was a girl I don't know girls who are named Angel I really do not it might have been short for Angela but that just seemed crazy because it's like sky, heaven, you know what I mean? Far reach, I don't know. Anyways, now I'm like jumping around and being messy. But yeah, I, I felt this calmness for some reason before my doctor came back in. And then I got that news and I was confused but kind of hurt. And I remember just going downstairs and going to the car to my boyfriend's car because he wasn't allowed in and I remember this is really messed up but I remember being kind of happy and I remember telling him like guess what like I'm we're not gonna have the baby like I'm going through a miscarriage like baby's not developed like it's not gonna develop like it's just gonna happen like there's a medication that you know like if it doesn't happen naturally that will help it you know, and also, like, for my pain and everything. And I explained him everything. And I remember we were both kind of... I mean, obviously, he read off my emotions. I don't want to say he was doing this because to be an asshole. But I was, like, kind of like, wow. Like, we... Like, this is the best case scenario for the worst case scenario. Like, we are saved. And I remember we went to Olive Garden and I started, I started having pains and I was just kind of feeling weird at that point. I was like, wow, I'm really, like, I don't have no say. Like, I, 
I was clearly somewhat excited if I thought of a name if me and him were already thinking of a backup plan of like okay cool like how are we gonna do this like my boyfriend literally had a two-door car and we were already like game planning on like getting rid of that car and even like we just had a plan to keep baby we just were or i guess more me i just wasn't ready for that and so that's whenever i started kind of grieving the loss of cielo um yeah a few days after my appointment the miscarriage started he was there with me um yeah that was that was hard my miscarriage started um a few like a day or two before mother's day i remember we were at my house and i i wasn't really having pain nothing crazy the physical part of it started um the main part passed and so i was like oh like i can go on about my day like the doctor told me like in the notes like it's fine for me to go about my day so i was like let's go get food and i remember we went to get mcdonald's and we were in the line for mcdonald's and i remember we were literally in a drive-through line and i was just dying in pain and i literally got out of his car in the drive-through and i was like i'm going to the bathroom and i went and i was in the bathroom and i was going through the physical part of the miscarriage and i remember just this deep deep sadness just hit me of like i am miscarrying in a public space right now i'm i'm in a bathroom like i knew that i was going through this but then i started thinking about all the women who go through this and are just out shopping or out at a friend's house and then they start miscarrying we we can't time it we don't know when that happens and i felt very like deeply connected to every woman who's ever gone through that and i started thinking of like i can't imagine those people who don't have a safe place to like go through this physical part i that was just very scary that bathroom i just was in there for so long and i just felt so many emotions and it's like I felt just so much pain for everyone who's ever lost a baby, for everyone who's not been able to lose a baby in a safe place, for those who have a supportive partner, for literally everything you can think of that involves this world. I was just sad about, like, so deeply sad while going through this, like, pain that was so painful. I mean, I've given birth to kids, and so this was pretty close or very similar to the pain and it was just very devastating that i'm gonna be in this bathroom going through this pain and then i have to wipe and just walk out like nothing and go back home so that that will forever be like a big thing on my mind about the whole losing cielo how it changed my perspective to that and even 
like now i mean i have an iud so with this one i don't get my period often but i just can't imagine after going through the physical part of a miscarriage how traumatizing it is to get your period how traumatizing like how heartbreaking and how triggering that can be and remind you of back the situation when you lost your baby anyways so that was like the first time where i was like deeply going through emotions regarding the miscarriage and not looking at it with the gratitude eyes that i supposedly had and like i said this was like a day or two before mother's day so i remember mother's day came and i kind of didn't want the babies to be with me so i think um whenever i found out i was gonna go through the miscarriage i sent the babies away and so i remember like baby daddy was trying to figure out if i should have the kids on mother's day and i was very very hesitant and not sure if i wanted them or not just because i was going through this physical thing I remember that day for the first half, like, we, me and my partner, we drove to the beach and we were with his family. And here, like, we're driving to the beach and, like, I'm just devastated because I'm going through a miscarriage on Mother's Day. Like, that was really, really shitty and really hard. And I couldn't decide decide if wow <laughs> oh, I couldn't decide if I wanted to be with my babies or not like I didn't I was just going through it so much and it was just so shitty you know here I am posting like these cute little videos of me with my makeup already on Instagram you know being like oh I, I'm a MILF but little does anyone know that I'm I'm literally going through something so traumatizing, so heartbreaking, so hurtful. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> that was that was just very interesting. I think this is when I started realizing it more and more like how sad that I was that I was going through this and that how fucked up I was for being even the slightest bit of like, oh like like it worked out perfectly for us like no no one should ever think about it that way ever now after that the grieving just got more intense and way more intense very saddening um i remember too i was in the middle of planning the baby's baptism and I remember even whenever we first found out I was pregnant, I was like, wow, like, I couldn't announce that I'm pregnant at the baptism with all my friends and loved ones. Like, do you know how beautiful that would be? Like, all my family would be like, oh my god, like, I literally, I remember this so vividly. But I remember, like, thinking, and I told, like, a few people, I was literally like, dude, like, do you know how perfect this would be? I could literally literally just be at the baby's baptism and by babies i mean my my son and daughter but i can literally be at their baptism and be like like oh my god thank you guys for coming like i appreciate you guys celebrating this day with the babies like you guys are my loved ones that's why you guys are here and i hope you guys are having fun because we're gonna do it again next year and how i remember just thinking of that and i was so excited just to tell everyone 
that wasn't the case so that sucked but anyways we were back we were planning this baptism and i just kept thinking of that and i was so sad and i remember even at the baptism i made like a little balloon arch and i did it like with these baby blue and baby green colors and i don't know the times i've been pregnant i always like associate a color or an animal or something with my kids and so like i remember with adriella it was yellow and sunflowers and with levi like it was white and mooses like deers and mooses like i was just obsessed with that and then with baby i was just so obsessed with like baby blue and like a sagey green like they were just so beautiful to me so i remember doing like a balloon arch and those two colors and in my head you know it was like oh it's like a way for him to be here i just thought it was so special and i also remember literally before the baptism barely before the baptism we went to mexico and i remember that's where i did a lot of grieving and a lot of healing and i remember the whole trip i just really deeply wanted to tell my mom that i went through that but i just couldn't it was just so hard and i remember my mom in this time frame kept asking if i was pregnant or kept saying something about pregnancy and it was just it was hard it was so hard to hear that and there was like a few people who for some reason during this time frame kept asking if i was pregnant and oh my god that was so hurtful and i've always heard and respected the thing of like never ask a woman if she's pregnant or if she's going to be pregnant literally don't ask anything about that because or in my head at least i thought about like oh those people who can't get pregnant but i didn't realize how hurtful that question is for people who have lost babies that question is devastating so now i understand that which is so crazy but yeah my mom just kept asking and i just remember just like i wanted to tell my mom so so bad in mexico and i couldn't and i remember one night i was just crying like crazy in mexico and i remember too we were on the beach and i had this pretty dress on and i was my mom was taking pictures of me and taking pictures of the kids and it was the most beautiful view ever and i had such a beautiful dress on too and i look at those pictures and even when whenever i was in the moment i just was not happy like i was just so devastated because i was like i just wish i was pregnant i wish i still had baby i wish i was growing him like i just literally in those pictures like it is such like a sad fake smile like the smile even though it's fake it doesn't even like it doesn't even pass as a fake smile like i genuinely look so so sad and back to the angel numbers i remember literally that night that i was crying like crazy and even even i think that same day that we went to the beach i think it was all one day I remember I started seeing 555. And I was like, okay, like, new angel number. Whenever I see these angel numbers, I never do my research right away, which maybe sucks. But I just kind of acknowledge them, I acknowledge them. And then finally I cave in and I looked into it. And if I remember correctly, 55 is basically like letting go or change is coming, something in the mix of that. 
And so it was crazy that I was going through like the lowest, lowest point of grieving. And I saw, I saw those numbers and I was like, okay. And I want to say after that one night, like, I think that's when I let go a lot. Where I did, like, you know, that was my last big cry. Because don't get me wrong, even though I'm just talking about a few things, there was so much so many nights so many i remember friends started telling me they were pregnant they started saying their due date was also around christmas i remember being jealous and crying and telling my boyfriend like why do they get to keep their baby and i can't and just feeling shit for not appreciating the pregnancy from the start and for even looking at it with eyes of like oh this is a good thing for me to lose a child like no like so much fucking sadness i think it was harder too because it's like i have babies i have kids so i know what the love of a child is so that's i think what made it specifically way harder for me i remember finally telling my mom not in mexico as much as i wanted to and i thought i was going to but on our drive back to oregon i told him and that was hard and then since then we've shared some heart to hearts and he very much acknowledges cielo as my baby which i am so grateful for so appreciative i think it's hard too because i lost him so so early like basically the second i found out i lost him is almost how i would put it um so it does make it hard and also makes it hard because it is kind of weird for me to just be like yeah i was a boy when i had no idea you know but I just knew, and my mom is so respectful of it and nice to it, and has shared some writing that he wrote and talks about wanting to get a tattoo for him and just different things, and I just really appreciate that. And like I maybe mentioned already, like this is a Cielo Christmas in my household. I am doing a blue Christmas for him. I'm putting gifts underneath the tree for him, so, and I also kind of brought that up to my mom, like, and he was just respectful of it, so I am super appreciative that everyone that has been around me during this loss has been very supportive and has never unvalidated my feelings, and I'm just so deeply grateful for that, but yeah, I did finally tell my mom about that that was good i think that's really good to talk to your people and to say what you're going through especially even if it is some time after like you know you just it's just best to kind of still bring it up it's just what's better but i do want to say like all the low that i went through after mexico oh my i came back so healed i don't know if it's because You know, that's where my family's from, so maybe, like, you know, my motherland has some healing to do with it. Because I have seen, like, other Hispanics who go to Mexico and they just, they're just happier there. They're just healed there. They, they just, I just feel it and I just see it from other people because I hear people talk about it. I came back and although I was going through this hardship, like, I was journaling I was telling my partner, like, hey, like, we need to have our own days, you know, like, where we can, because we were both really clingy, 
when you have our own days where you know you go out and explore and grow on your own and i'll do it on my own too or i just need to have a park date take myself on a date read some books by myself i need to go smoke go be in the pool like things like that and it was very very healthy and just i finally was taking care of myself finally i'm so grateful for that because i didn't know how to do that before i did not know how to put my phone down because that's one of my biggest issues put my phone down and just write and just read and just clean my house sage my house go swim make plans with friends like picnic dates just i didn't know how to do that and now i do a lot of that often i mean right now it's the colder months i haven't done that that much kind of slacked on it but even now like the way i just actually take care of myself now i actually like i have never done that for myself ever especially when going through hardship i have never done that and so i'm just so grateful for what that has taught me and you know i'm still going through some things as far as recovering from a miscarriage grieving wise i mean i'm literally i'm recording this episode in november so this is really really early on but i just wanted to get this out the way but I'm still going through some things. Like, for example, recently I've been grieving all over again with this passing of Cielo. Because I'm so devastated that I don't have anything to remember him. I don't have an ultrasound picture. I don't, I don't have any proof of my baby. Like, I have my pregnancy test. That's literally it. That's all I have. Um, I actually found an artist who makes art and she made one of whatever it's an interpret interpretation art i guess you would say or maybe her perspective she made this artwork of the time that she miscarried when she was like 15 and it's like um a girl she's like on a patch of grass and it's floating and she's pregnant and she's crying and then off in the sky is her baby in like a little bubble and with angel wings flying away from her and she's a pretty good artist and so i remember my old boyfriend like i told him like hey like it's so crazy because i actually wrote something similar to this and this girl made this artwork and he got it for me and i kind of want to say that that's a picture of cielo i I'm very, very protective over things that I just kind of associate or attach to him. So that painting, I do attach it to him. And I do kind of feel like it's a picture of him. I kind of feel like it's like um, a picture I have up for him in memorial. I think that's what you would say. You know how people have like pictures of their past ones around their house and they have like a little altar or something. I feel like that's the equivalent to that. And... I also have, if I remember, I mean, my boyfriends, um, or ex-boyfriends, our one-year anniversary, we went to the store, and I remember I saw, it was a little car toy, but it was in that sagey color, and I grabbed it, it was like a little minivan car toy, and I grabbed it, and I was just obsessed, and I, I picked it up, and I was like, this is for Cielo, and I still have it, and like I'm telling you, over these 
things that I associate with him I'm really overprotective over. I remember my cat knocked down that painting. I have it in a frame and knocked it out and broke it. And I was very sad. <laughs> I felt very heartbroken. But I tried to calm myself down. And I was like, it's okay. It's in a frame. It's fine. It's not that bad. And the little toy cars. My kids always grab it. Even though I have it kind of in a lifted area where no one can grab it. They always grab it. And I get really like angry. And I'm like, no, give me back. <laughs> give back that's not your guys's you guys are not allowed to play with it but yeah so like i said i've been going through some things because it's like i do think recently i've just been very heartbroken because i don't have anything to remember baby i mean i kind of have things that i made up but like i don't have a picture of my baby so that's very very sad but it's okay everything will be fine i think it would have been horrible for me to have a picture whenever i was going through those deep deep grieving moments and also i try to look at it with lighter eyes everything happens for a reason which is fine i wasn't ready for that and you know i just had to go through that basically and also the way that i looked at it is He's my forever baby. You guys heard me say that. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'm not really religious. I don't know if I believe in heaven or not. But whenever I pass, like, I feel like because I'm so obsessed with being a mom, because I love babies so much, I feel like whenever I pass, wherever I'm going to go to, like, I'm going to have him there. And he's going to be a baby. And I feel like because he passed as a baby, that he'll always be a baby. So, like, I'll just, if heaven is real, let's say, I'll just be a heaven constantly with my newborn. Like, that's just how I picture it and what I tell myself. And that's what helps me and that's what helps my heart. And, yeah, that's that's the story of Cielo. All of it is crazy. I'm pretty sure I forgot some things and some wild coincidence because I think... A lot of the pregnancy, a lot of the miscarriage was just coincidence after coincidence after, like, just things that would line up with these angel numbers, which was so crazy. But that's why it's a cielo Christmas, because that would have been my little Christmas baby. And we're going to have a blue Christmas, and I think it's going to be interesting, too. I'll probably do a little update on that. But this year, I don't have the kids for Christmas, and it will be just me. And I do plan to put gifts underneath my tree for him. And I think that's a tradition that I'm probably going to keep going for a while. Or, like, like even, I already got him a stocking. Like, he has a stocking. So, that's just that story. I just wanted to share it more in detail. And just have something of him. I am working. I am working on a book. Working on a poetry book about all my journal entries I wrote. All the poems that I wrote while I was going through this. Because I have a lot. That is the one thing that I am so proud of myself and so grateful for. Is that I wrote so much whenever I was going through it. I, if literally every single time I cried... I wrote. Every time I was sad, I wrote. Every time that something came to mind, I wrote. 
So you guys will be seeing that hopefully very, very, very soon. And yeah, that's just that's just my forever, baby. Thank you guys for listening again. Be kind, because this is a touchy subject, not even just for me, but for everyone. Merry Christmas. Appreciate your babies. Love your babies. Know that being pregnant is such a blessing. Such a blessing. Having healthy babies is such a blessing. And just love and heal, grow, all of that. So happy holidays.